Welcome to CapeCast Audio 20. This is an audio podcast from the city of Cape Coral, Florida. It's a 20-minute podcast, and I'm your host, Connie Barron, the Public Information Director for the city of Cape Coral. We often hear that citizens really don't care much about government until the snowplows don't show up, or there's a pothole in the road that their car happens to run into. Well, here in Cape Coral, we do not have to worry about snowplows, but we do have potholes, and that is going to be the topic of our program today. That's why I have in studio Mike Quigley, the city's risk manager. Mike, before we actually start talking about potholes, why don't you explain to our listening audience out there the role of the risk manager in city government? The risk manager for the city of Cape Coral primarily is the overseer of all insurances, um, liability actions against the city, as well as workers' compensation um, and any type of safety uh, incident or safety violation with regards to our employees. And it's not just in regard to our employees, it's in regard to with uh, the residents and the topic that we're going to be talking about today, and that's potholes and the safety of our roads. Yes, I agree with you. Now, when we when we talk about potholes, first of all, let's try to explain a little bit to the listeners how potholes typically form. Okay. The most common way uh, is when water seeps into the cracks of the surface of the roadway. Uh, it gets combined with the vibration of the tires over time. And as vehicles continue to travel over it, whether it be a vehicle, bus, or truck, what happens is the integrity of the roadway starts to break down. And as we continue to get uh, heavy rains or uh, water standing on the roadway, it starts to um, destroy the integrity of the road and a hole forms. And as vehicles continue to go across that hole, uh, parts of the roadway start to get picked up and the hole forms. Now, it's different than what maybe some of our uh, listeners out there up in the north part of the country or who have moved down here from the north are used to as far as the formation of potholes. Absolutely. Uh, up north, it's, uh, it's usually referred to as a frost heave, uh, and that's usually due to the, uh, the heat and the cold and the contraction and the um, you know, expansion of the roadway, and that's usually when it appears up there. Now, if you see a pothole, um, first of all, you probably should report it. Who's responsible for repairing a pothole here in the city of Cape Coral? City-owned roadways, the city of Cape Coral would be responsible for the repairs. Now, when you talk about city-owned roadways, it makes it sound like you're being very specific there. What would constitute a city-owned roadway and what would constitute something else? Well, uh, there's certain roadways in the city, um, city proper, if you would, that are actually county roads or state roads. Um, Del Prado is actually a county road. Uh, Pine Island would be a county. I believe that's actually a state road. So the city is responsible for certain roads, and the state and the county are responsible for others. So the city is responsible for repairing that. Do we have a pothole repair crew that goes around and fills in these potholes? Yes, we actually have two trucks that are designed, and basically what they do is they go out in the morning and they have a set designated route that they travel. Um, They try to be proactive by if they find something, they repair it. Or they also will respond to complaints that a pothole has been um, called in and they go out and they repair the, um, basically they repair the complaint. Are, are potholes a big uh, problem here in Cape Coral? Um, I think that they're no bigger problem than any other um, area of the state of Florida. Right now we're into what we call the dry season. Mm-hmm. 
and um, we don't have a lot of rainfall right now. That's one of the reasons why, A, it's called a dry season. Um, but do we still have complaints about potholes? I know I've received a couple of inquiries from media outlets uh, with residents calling to come uh, to say that there are some pothole problems, and particularly probably the North Cape. But is it more of a problem in the um, rainy season, which is in the summertime, or do we have equal amounts of potholes both in the rainy season and during this dry season now when we don't get a lot of rainfall? Um, the larger amount of complaints about potholes are usually received during the rainy season, uh, and that's again because of the rain and the wear and tear of the roadways. We do receive a, a fair amount of calls um, from residents that may be driving down the road, and again, it could be an older roadway, um, and the water has started to deteriorate during the rainy season, and now as the um, vehicles continue to travel across it, the damage occurs. Now, for our view, our, not our viewers, but our listeners out there, uh, Cape Coral is a pretty good-sized city, and we are someone div somewhat divided by Pine Island Road, which is a state roadway. We have the North Cape, then we have the South Cape, south of Pine Island Road. The south part of Cape Coral is more developed than the north part of Cape Coral. Do we have as many or more uh, pothole complaints south of Pine Island Road or north of Pine Island Road? I would probably say probably north of Pine Island Road. Why is that? Um, it's less populated as far as people living there, so the roads are not traveled as much, and then all of a sudden there'll be some construction, uh, and you'll get large amounts of uh, heavy truck traffic and things of that nature. Um, the roads are, at this point, they're, they're designed, they're laid out there for growth, but they're not, um, the roadway has not been completed, so it's prepared for daily traffic and things of that nature. So as the city grows, as we begin to um, populate more areas, those roadways will be taken care of. South of Pine Island Road, though, are the roadways typically uh, better maintained just because of the sheer number of travelers that we have on those roadways? That would be something you'd probably have to talk to the Public Works Department as far as better maintained. Um, I believe that our employees are sent out and they repair the roads um, or a roadway would be put on a repaving list um, depending upon how long the road was paved, how many years ago, uh, any more complaints, things of that nature. Well, I know with limited uh, dollars available for road paving projects, um, our Public Works Department certainly has to focus those dollars in the areas of the Cape where there is higher use. Uh, and typically, as you mentioned, north of Pine Island Road, it's more sparsely developed, and those roads don't get quite as much use. Now, those areas did receive some uh, paving dollars over the past few years, so some of those roads have been taken care of, especially some of the, the four-lane and some of the other uh, two-lane, uh, more heavily traveled two-lane roads up there. But overall, I know that they have to try to focus those limited dollars in the areas where they're going to see the most traffic. And that I would have to agree with you. Um, with potholes, we talked about how they form. Um, the one, I suppose, the one advantage to having potholes in the dry season is that they're not as easily disguised and hidden as they are in the rainy season. Can you explain what I'm, what, exactly what I'm trying to talk about here to our listeners, explain what I mean by that? Um, I, I would probably, and, and from that uh, perspective, in the rainy season, the water's gonna fill up the pothole. So you're really not gonna see it because as you're driving down the road, all you see is the road is wet. 
So you don't know whether there's a hole there or whether there's uh, tar underneath it. Um, what I would recommend is that anytime that you see water on the road, don't go through it. Go around it because you don't know what's underneath it. With the, uh, with the potholes, once they are reported, what sort of methods does the city use to repair those potholes? It's not always just throwing some asphalt in there, correct? Uh, no, sometimes um, what they'll do is they'll, they'll have to uh, dig out a larger area and they'll have to beef it up with uh, additional rock um, and sand and gravel and things like that. So actually there's a substance below the tar when they fill it in because if you just put tar in there, it's going to sink down, it's going to form another pothole. Well, let's be let's jump right here to the point because one of the reasons people typically call or motorists call us to complain about a pothole is because they've hit it. Correct. And they've hit it, and there may have been some damage that was caused to their vehicle. What type of damage can be caused if someone hits a pothole? It's quite possible that you could blow your tire, uh, damage your rim. Uh, maybe even the undercarriage of your vehicle may be damaged, depending upon the speed of your vehicle, um, the angle in which you hit the pothole, and again, the size of the pothole. And what usually follows with that call is, who's going to pay for the damage to my, to my vehicle? What is the risk management response to the person and the, uh, the driver that calls in and says, I was traveling on Diplomat Parkway. I use Diplomat Parkway because that one is one of the more, more <coughs> heavily traveled ones that tend to get some potholes formed there. Uh, I was traveling along Diplomat Parkway, and all of a sudden I hit this pothole that was uh, a foot and a half wide and two and a half feet long, and my uh, front uh, uh, right tire was blew up and my rim was damaged, and you need to pay for it, city. What, what's the typical response to somebody who calls in and says, are you going to pay for this, this, this uh, damage to my vehicle? At that point, what um, myself or my staff would respond that uh, we need to gather information. We need to find out where it happened, uh, when it happened, nighttime, um, the type of vehicle, where exactly in the roadway. We do dispatch um, the public works team out there to make sure that it gets repaired as quickly as possible. And myself or one of my staff will respond as well to investigate it because we want to identify where it happened. Uh, we want to identify uh, whether there were previous complaints in that area. Did we know about it? Because if we know about it and we didn't repair it, then the city becomes negligent or liable for the damages. If that was the first call, uh, we never knew that it was there. Um, basically, if we're not aware of it, we're not put on what's called constructive notice of a dangerous condition. And we, if we don't know it, we can't do anything about it. So we do ask that people call in and let us know about those areas of concern so we can get out there and we can fix them for it. What about um, those drivers that say, look, these are city roads. They're the city's responsibility. They need to keep them maintained. And if there's a pothole there, there the city needs to know about it themselves or they need to have crews out uh, patrolling and finding these potholes and fixing them. I wish um, in the perfect world. I would have a truck driving up and down every single city street every single day just to, to do something like that. That's not realistic. From a budget standpoint, um, we do ask our employees if they see something of a dangerous nature to please call it in so we can uh, have our trucks and our crews respond out there as quickly as possible to make sure that those things don't happen. We don't want our citizens or their property to be damaged um, as a result of any reason. So we're going to take every precaution that we can take. We don't have 
the time, the budget, uh, or even the opportunity to get out and make sure that we know everything always. And Cape Coral is not a small city, uh, especially when you're talking about road miles. Um, I believe that Cape Coral has the second most um, number of miles of roadway, uh, second to the Tampa area, and that's an awful lot of pavement to be responsible to patrol and make sure that there aren't any shoulder problems or uh, deterioration or just potholes forming. Um, that, that's a great statement because it, it, it's very true. Um, I want to guess, is it somewhere in the area of like 400 miles of roadway? Well, I know it's, 400, it's 400 miles of canal, but I okay. uh, believe we're close to 1,000 miles um, of roadway. Uh, and that's, that's an awful lot because that's, we're, we're a pre-platted community, so we have a lot of roadways just within the residential streets, right. but then a lot of the uh, other main arterials too. Uh, it, it's just an awful lot for the city to have to be considered to be responsible for. And, and I do believe, and I know that the main arterials, the roadways that are consistently used, um, uh, the, the, I'm going to say the, um, the parkways or the avenues, they're the ones that are going to get the most attention because those are the ones that everybody's on every single day. Um, between our police, fire, and public works, and even parks, uh, when they're out, if they see something, they call it in. They're asked to at least notify us. And again, we respond with a pothole crew when we get out there and fix it as quickly as possible. And I think it uh, would be unrealistic to expect your first responders, such as your police officer who are out there patrolling, to add that to their list of duties, other duties as assigned. Uh, by the way, you know, you need to be out there and, and try to uh, reduce crime, prevent crime, and if you see, and, and look for potholes as well. Uh, but I do know that city employees do call in when they do um, notice any type of uh, potholes or other type of issues out there. They, they are very, usually very quick to call. Um, that I agree. As far as um, our employees, um, they're out there on assigned responsibilities. And basically what happens, they could drive by a pothole today, and it just looks like a little depression. And tomorrow, they're not down the same road. And because of rain or wear and tear, the road, and it could be 10 times worse. So to expect that they call in every single depression or every single um, you know, surface of the road that appears to be broken up, um, that it may be a little unrealistic. I think uh, the main reason that w we're, um, we're doing this program today is to make our listeners uh, at least aware of the process that's involved with uh, reporting a pothole and the responsibility for r repairing it and also um, taking care of the damage that might be incurred by their vehicle. Um, wh what you're basically saying with the city of Cape Coral is that we have the sovereign immunity protection. Yes, we do. Uh, and under sovereign immunity, if we're not on constructive notice, and we don't, ha if we're if we're not aware of a situation, we can't take care of it. Now, if we're put on notice of a dangerous condition and do not act, then we are legally responsible. Has that happened? Um, in my eight plus years in the city, yes, it has. How often uh, have we paid a claim for damage to a vehicle from a pothole? Um, I'm going to say that we probably average anywhere between 300 and 350 uh, complaints a year. If we actually pay two or three, that's a lot. Um, we have two crews that respond, and they take pride in responding as quickly as possible 
and they actually um, they get real excited that they can get out there and fix it real fast and, and then report back, okay, that, that particular thing is no longer a, a danger. Well, that's a, I think that's a great reflection then on the city staff and the city crews because uh, to be able to, and it's not necessarily avoid pay, paying claims, but to get the, 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 um, the damage repaired quickly to avoid future claims and additional claims, I think that that says a lot about the, the crew, the staff, and then, of course, your staff as well. Well, I, I do appreciate that. And one of the things I do want to commend the, uh, the pothole crews, first of all, um, those gentlemen that are on the crews, they're also citizens. So they don't want to have to drive down the same street and get damage to their vehicle as well. So they do take pride in their city, and they want to go out there and they want to make it uh, safer for everyone. So if I'm driving down the street, I hit a pothole, I think it's the city's responsibility to, um, to take care of the damage to my car. What is the process that I need to follow in order to file a claim? What I would ask anyone to do at any time, day or night, is to call Citizens Action Center, and, and that's a um, department within the clerk's office. Call 574-0425 uh, day or night. Leave a message and let them know as much information as possible about the area, the damages, um, and the size of the, uh, the pothole, and we will respond as quickly as possible. And I think the key is to not wait to file a claim, too. I, I know there have been times in the past where um, somebody might have called about a problem but not filed a claim right away, or they filed a claim and can't tell you exactly when they, they actually hit the pothole. Uh, that, that makes it very difficult for you to even investigate. Yes, it does. And the thing is, is if we owe the claim, the city of Cape Coral wants to pay the claim. How many, you, know, you said you get about 350 claims per year. Once you receive the actual claim form, what happens? Uh, we receive the uh, claim form. My staff or myself, what they'll do is they'll investigate it. They'll get with the um, various departments within the city to find out, do we know about the situation? Uh, did we know about it? Did we repair it? And then what we'll basically do is we'll identify the damages, evaluate it, and if we owe it, we pay it. It could take a matter of maybe a week to two weeks max. So it's, it's not a long process. It's not like someone's going to file a form with us and it's going to sit in somebody's inbox for a period of weeks. No. Uh, my staff is very, very diligent about if we owe the claim, we want it paid, and we want it paid as quickly as possible. Well, M Mike, I sure hope that um, our residents out there, first of all, take their time when they see a pothole uh, and, and try as best as they can without either causing some uh, risk to another vehicle or their own vehicle or, or any other safety, uh, slow down, go through the pothole as, as, uh, as easily as possible. And if something happens where they do uh, see a pothole, please call us at 574-0425. We want to fix the pothole. We don't want any more cars to, um, to be damaged or to potentially have uh, other injuries even something more serious than just uh, damage occur. So, uh, Mike, I appreciate you joining me today on CapeCast Audio 20, and I appreciate our listeners out there as well. And we'll see you next time. Okay.